everybody. Welcome to the week of June 19th to 2026. Uh, welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. I'm Ann Ortley. Um, yesterday kind of flew by in a really quick day, so the podcast is up this morning, Monday morning. Um, week ahead, feminine's very active, very, very active. Uh, we've been having that lately, you know, the feminine has been stepping forward and saying, hey, hey, this is what's going on. So it's important to kind of note that. Um, and we also have a busy week in the sky with planets changing signs. So we know when that happens, there's always stuff afoot. Uh, as above, so below, the heavens are inviting us to look up and go, what are you guys doing up there? Oh, wow. And then look down here and go, oh, wow. Now, Venus is on Algol. We had her, it's only a couple of days, but that's an important energy. We had her and Algol activated it last week by Mercury, actually for 10 days by Mercury as he's stationed. Now, Venus comes flying through. And remember that um, Algol was Medusa, right? Algol is the fixed eye, the blinking eye in the heavens. And so when she blinks, you know, every 68 hours, <laughs> Uh, it's considered a harsh star. Uh, we also have Venus this week trining Pluto. Um, and that's always an interesting thing. So we can expect news of women and power dynamics. You know, I'm fully expecting the Supreme Court to issue its its, uh, its ruling on Roe versus Wade probably Tuesday. They're putting the fences up around the Supreme Court. Never a good sign. And, of course, that's uh, when Venus trines Pluto. We are going to control you women, young women, you know, women of reproductive age. Uh, we're going to control your choices in Venus's and Taurus on Algol. So there is an element of women losing their heads or being beheaded, depending on your vision of that ruling. So we'll see what happens. We also have a lot of other activity going on. So let's get rolling and see what's going on with the heavens and, and why we're going to be, what we're going to be looking at. I forgot to turn my little pointer on here uh, before I got rolling. So let's turn on the pointer. Pointer options, laser pointer. All right. So we're going to take off like a rocket. And Venus and Pallas or Pallas Athena are both active this week. Um, continue to be active. Venus is finishing up her little dance uh, with uh, Saturn and Neptune. And Pallas is going into the dance. And we had the sun go through the dance last week. So it's sun... Now Venus is fit, wrapping her up, and then this week Pallas, of course. Pallas Athena is the justice planet. You know, she has a lot to do with justice and the scales and all that stuff because she was a very wise, visionary, strategic person. Uh, first up this week uh, on Sunday, Venus sextiled Neptune. Earlier in the week, uh, Venus had uh, squared Saturn. Venus and Taurus squared Saturn. So we see Venus over here. Where's my little girl? There she is. You can see she's 25-25, and you can see that she is in a sextile to Neptune, 25. Now, Saturn and Neptune, you can see the two of them, they're hanging out together here, right? And they're, they're within, you know, 20 minutes of orb, so they're in a very tight, what we call a semi-sextile, which means that Saturn is whispering in Venus's ear, or in Neptune's ear, what he thinks she should do. And Neptune is aware of the fact that Saturn's sitting, looking over her shoulder, his shoulder watching what's going on. So when we have that energy, we want to be aware of the fact that there's a very strong energy in terms of how we do things. 
So when we're looking here, we see the Venus there. I realized I hadn't didn't have my screen share on. The Venus there, uh, working with, and she had finished her square with Saturn earlier the next a couple days ago. Um, so she squared Saturn. Now what happened was the Sun he trined Saturn, but he squared Neptune. Right. So we saw Gemini. We saw people talking uh, this week during the hearings. Um, telling what went on uh, with the authorities. And of course, the story of two choices, two options, options about how to proceed. Uh, and then the square to Neptune. And then Venus had her square to Saturn. And then now she has her sextile to Neptune. And then this week, Athena will have her uh, sextile to Neptune, her square to Saturn and her sextile to Neptune. So if we think of Saturn and Neptune as working together from Saturn's point of view, he's telling Neptune what to do. And Neptune should do this, bop, bop, bop. From Neptune's point of view, she's looking at, he's looking at Saturn and going, why are, you, why are you sitting over my shoulder watching everything I do? So it's an interesting juxtaposition. And you think about it, uh, you know, uh, what people, Neptune is tapes, right? Saturn is in Aquarius chops of tapes. So we've been seeing all sorts of excerpts of tapes where people went and did a you know deposition and talked, and then their their clip is played, right? Got to be a little anxiety producing when you think about like what you said. I know sometimes I get in the show and I get talking and I get saying things, and then I'm, afterwards I go, what did I, what did I say? You know, so um, that energy of yeah, I'm, I'm I'm observing, but I'm listening to the Neptune. I'm listening to the tape, and of course with Venus talking to it. Uh, now we're going to get past Athena. So she's going to come in. She's the justice system, right? She's justice. So we'll see her this week having these aspects. Now that Venus has finished her sextile to Neptune, now we go, the next is Athena squaring Saturn and sextiling Neptune. So interesting energy as we watch the feminine energy step forward and say, hey, 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 you know, what's been going on here? We also have Mercury on uh, Monday is in a beautiful sextile to Jupiter. So we see lovely little Mercury here in Gemini. He's now left its retrograde shadow, so he's not going to be causing any problems per se going forward. He's, you know, he's Gemini, so he's a trickster, but he also is here as he and wants to say, hey, there's this and there's that. Hey, there's this and there's that. In a sextile with Jupiter makes the week go fast because he's in what we call an opening sextile. So he's full of information, which means it will be a busy week on planet Earth. We do have a couple planets changing signs, too. So we know when that happens, uh, we have action. So we have the Sun going into Cancer and Venus going into Gemini. Um, and those two energies will really kind of pop us and help us move along because they're both shifting. And whenever planets shift, we get a new season, we get a new energy, we get a new understanding of their reality. So when we're looking at this Mercury case, Mercury sextiling the uh, Jupiter, we know it's an opening sextile, it's full of information, wants to share, and Jupiter says, I got the goods. And here, let me tell you what they are. Remember, he's the guy flying high in the sky that sees everything. So we know he's got kind of a visionary approach to how the world works. On Tuesday, we're going to have Venus in a trine to Pluto. Um, and so, oh no, she's not in a trine to Pluto, who she's in a trine to. Oh yeah, there she is. Venus is in a trine to Pluto. I was looking at the sun, sorry. Venus is in a trine to Pluto. She's at 28, he's at 28. Now remember, Mercury had that trine three times 
during the Mercury retrograde. Now, Venus comes through, and she's also on Algol, right, the fixed star of Bietti. So she's kind of looking and going, okay, it's only one pass, and she's in her favorite sign, and she trans Pluto. So the Tuesday will make a very good day for commitment, for new beginnings, for new starts to stuff. We're going to have uh, the sun go into Aries, moon rather, go into Aries that day. So it's a quick, fast-moving moon. Uh, and the moon is moving quickly in the heavens right now. So we're going to watch for that energy. But as Venus does her trine to Pluto 1, it'll echo the three trines that we had when Mercury trine Pluto. And those were, they brought up some really big information. They brought up some fairly big news. And so we're going to have fairly big news around women. Uh, with Venus trining Pluto and also uh, moving forward. And because it is Tuesday, that's why I think it's Roe versus Wade Day. Uh, because Venus is here trining Pluto, women. We see Pluto up here in the ninth house, which is the justice system. We see women in the 12th house relegate. 12th house is the house of slavery. So we are going to enslave your uteruses. I'm a little political right now, I know. But we're going to watch for that announcement then. And we also see Mercury's on a world point. Right, Mercury's on a world point, and the Sun in Gemini is at an inconjunct, which is an adjusting energy, uh, with the Pluto. So last week, when the Sun was over here, it was forming, this is a kind of a wide finger of God, and technically I wouldn't give it to you, but I'm going to, for, for illustration's sake. So we see this Sun in conjunct Scorpio here is one leg of the finger, and then the sun in conjunct Pluto, you can see it's the second. So the sun kind of migrated last week between 21 and 29. At, well, this was at 22 earlier in the week last week. So it formed a finger, a faded finger. And, of course, the sun in Gemini is uh, Donald Trump. So we heard of him uh, and the south node in Scorpio and the in conjunct to Pluto, the power story. But now we see the sun here at the last degree of Gemini. Last degrees of mutable signs are right before the, uh, the sun goes into the, into the new sign, the cardinal sign. So they are also on a world point. So we see the sun in Gemini here with Mercury right on the ascendant rising uh, and saying, hey, you know, we're going to give you an order, we're going to give you a ruling, and we're going to sun, Venus trine Pluto you know, put put Venus in the 12th house, in the house of jails and prisons, and moon Jupiter here in the 11th house of the public, Congress, the people working. So it'll be interesting, and this is a finger, of course, last week when we had the hearings where some stuff came out that we really didn't know about, right? We, and so as the sun forms this in conjunct to Pluto and then goes on the world point of zero cancer, cancer is the sign of mothers and nurturing and women, we see... You know, we see an action-oriented chart is what we see. Uh, and with this Venus trine Pluto, um, you know, Pluto's, he's always about control and power. And so that energy there, control and power, you know, around things. So we're, we're all going to have it in our lives. You know, it's going to be in your life someplace too. So think about where Mercury was dancing there. And when the Mercury trine Pluto, that was the leak, the original leak of the of the uh, uh, draft opinion. Uh, so here I think we get the final ruling, and that's Tuesday. Then we go to uh, the 21st, the sun goes into Cancer. Boom, that happens at 514 Tuesday morning. Again, on a world point, Mercury here, 
and we see uh, Pluto having moved in this chart in Washington, moved into the eighth house, which is reproductive, trying, still trying to Venus. Venus is like just a little smidgy past. Uh, and we see um, this intense energy of movement and growth. Again, the focus this month, this week, notice all these planets are in quadrant 10, 11, and 12. So 10, 11, and 12 are working for the greater good of the collective, working in the collective, active in the collective. So we're going to watch this week, the beginning part of the week, as being very focused on the collective. And then, of course, we have the sun going into Cancer. Uh, so this is what we call an ingress chart, and what it means is the new season begins, the season of summer begins, we're off and running. We can see the moon and the sun are in a square, just past a square, but still a square nonetheless. And Jupiter, moon is approaching Jupiter, uh, women, and Jupiter in Aries is anger, and, you know, it's going to be an interesting week on planet Earth. We also have the sun here, because the moon is in Aries, that means the summer is very hot and passionate because this rules not only the month of cancer but this also rules the summer season so whether we have excess heat with the moon and the sun in a square because the sun is technically reporting to the moon in aries so he is very aries like or because the moon in aries and the sun in cancer are in what we call mutual reception they can change roles so that can be the sun is in Aries, because the Aries is exalted. The sun's exalted when he's in Aries. And the moon can be in Cancer, over here next to this Jupiter in Aries. So either way, fiery summer. And this is what we look at when we're predicting what the season will be like. So, hot, for sure. Uh, we already have drought out there. Um, and uh, the energy of heat kind of running. And, of course, cast this in your chart to see where things are going to be taking off for you. But we can't anticipate a fast, hot summer. And we also know with the moon in Aries, a little contentious. We also appreciate with the moon in Aries, action-oriented, right, because it wants to take action. And Mars is at um, 20 degrees of Libra, or of Aries. Venus is in her ruler, at 28 of Taurus, and Mercury is in his ruler at 7 Gemini. So the good news is the planets are in their favorite signs, so they're working at their most effectiveness this season. Um, then you want to say, what is they? what are they effective at? So it's an interesting energy because they're all, the personal planets are all saying, hey, I'm in my favorite place. How can I help you get what you want? So it's an important planet, important chart to recognize that you're going to be going for something with this energy and kind of looking at what you're going for. So it's it's a juicy chart uh, in terms of its activity, but it does indicate Tuesday is a little hot because of the Venus trine uh, Pluto and then the sun on the world point and those planets, Venus trapped in the 12th house. Uh, never a good time to trap a woman in the closet in the 12th house. Just saying. Uh, so then next up, Venus enters Gemini. That happens on the 22nd of June. And this chart shifts our energy, right? We see now it's a Saturn rising chart. Uh, and um, Venus is down here in the fifth house in Gemini. And the sun is in the seventh. Uh, one of the things we know with Venus ruling the midheaven is that we're going to be talking about children with the sun in the fifth house of children, or Venus in the fifth house of children. And we also see that Venus is in a hard aspect to the Ascendant. 
in Capricorn. This is in the chart for DC. You're going to adjust it for your location, and you may not have anything there at 2CAP. But we do see that there's a lot of contentious energy around communication. Notice that. And that will be while Venus is in Gemini. She generally spends about 22, 23 days in a sign, and unfortunately, I didn't think to look her up to see how long she's in Gemini, but we do see that she shifts, and she shifts focus, and we're going to be looking at what she rules, which is her midheaven, and we're also going to be looking at the fifth house of children and Uranus. Uranus is unexpected separations in the fifth house, so we definitely see um, conversations about unexpected separations from children, and we're going to be talking about it with the Venus there and the Mercury there. So, forward. Uh, that's Wednesday. Then, on the 23rd, Saturn is a sextile to Eris. Now, I just want to say, I've gotten to know old Eris in the years, which I probably shouldn't call her old. I've gotten to know Eris in the years uh, since she got discovered. She's the contentious energy. Um, she's the part of us that's really argumentative. It's the nastiness on social media. She got discovered in 205, which is about when social media really started to take off. And you can see down here, Mars is approaching a conjunction to her as she's in a sextile to Saturn, right? So this whole energy here of um, restriction, really. Saturn rising, uh, restriction in the second house. This is also economic. Uh, we also see Mars next to Eris in the third house of cars, so we can inspect the gas prices to be high, or there'll be some story about the gas. And I'm, I wanna, I think maybe that's when Biden's thinking of going to Saudi Arabia. But, you know, either way, it's contentious energy, fighting with your siblings, fighting with your neighbors, argue, argue, argue. And uh, probably they walk away on the gun law, uh, because this is these are the rules, and... That contentious energy is very, very strong. <sighs> hard week, hard week. Um, so we'll see what happens. That is a that is a sextile that happens. It's a, what we call a closing sextile because Eris takes 500 years to go around the chart, and Saturn takes 29 years to go around the chart. So that doesn't happen that often. But there will be three of them this year. Um, we've already had one. That's the second one because Saturn's retrograde, and we'll have a third one next spring. So we'll, we'll watch what that is. Hopefully that's not a mass shooting. But again, every time Eris is pretty active in the sky, there is a shooting. And there's some contention, you know. So we'll see what that how that shows up. Uh, you know, so it's a busy week, not necessarily a fun week, but you're going to learn a lot, right? Okay, now, remember, we had the sun going in and squaring Saturn and sextiling Neptune. Then we had Venus. We had the sun going in and trining Neptune and sextiling Saturn. Then we had uh, Venus doing the square to Saturn and the sextile to um, Neptune. And now Athena's coming in, Pallas Athena Justice. So on the 24th, which is Friday, we have Venus here at uh, one degree of Gemini. She's shifted, but we see Pallas Athena stepping forward. And of course, pretty soon she's going to go through Algol too, right? So it's an interesting energy, these Mercury, Venus, and Athena going through there. So we see Athena here at 2456 squaring Saturn. So she's saying, what is justice? What is right? What's the, what's the rule of law? Why are, what are the rules? And of course, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you feel about it, Athena here is um, 
uh, answering to Venus in Gemini. So one of the things that there are in place, especially with the abortion ruling, are trigger what are called trigger laws, which means they're going to be triggered when they Roe versus Wade falls or is overturned or gutted or whatever happens. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here because the, the Venus in Gemini is also going to say to Athena, well, there's a few options here, right? But notice, Venus is still trapped in the 12th house. And now she's intercepted, right? And the Mercury Sun, Mercury Venus. This is why voting is important, people. Um, so it's understanding that that energy of control, right? A lot of control energy in the sky. And I think one of, you know, we saw it with people rebelling against masks, and we saw it with, there's a number of areas that it's been really playing out. And it's important uh, with that Gemini energy to kind of broaden your reading circles, read different things, get different ideas, get different input. We also have Mars coming here in on the world point this week. Uh, 22 and a half is the world point. You can see Mars is at 22. That is angry people, angry things in 11th house in groups, anger in groups, you know, shootings, protests, out in the street. Remember, it's going to be a really fiery summer. The ingress chart is the Cancer Sun answering to the Aries moon. So it's a feisty little hot and hot and heated summer. So we just have to go, okay, hot and heated. How am I going to direct that? And one of the things, um, one of my favorite people in the world, Maria Wander, uh, says, and she's really right. She's a really brilliant astrologer. And her comment is, it's energy. It's just energy. You have to harness it and use it. And so this is energy that was going to be available to all of us. And you can see that Mars is moving into an inconjunct with the south node. So he is saying, hey, you know, I've got energy to boot. And the two of them work together, right? They're working together uh, because Mars rules the south node. So you want to harness that energy the energy of anger, the energy of change, the energy of how do I get stuff moving and get it out there, you know, kind of get your version of what you want out in the world. And Mars, of course, next um, week is going to square Pluto, but he is in the approach to the square, and Mars square Pluto is war, so we do see, or angry fighting or whatever, we do see it, but we also, more importantly, see Mars approaching Eris, the goddess of discord, and... Um, uh, so it's a it's a little bit of a contentious week too. That's on Friday, Athena squares Saturn, and we also are looking at her and saying, okay, what's our strategic approach? How are we gonna? What's our strategy for working with this? And then on Saturday, like Venus and the Sun did, Athena has a sextile to Neptune, uh, and so again, twelfth out. Look at those planets, all ten, eleven, twelve in in that fourth that fourth quadrant of activism in the world. So we're going to see now, we see Athena here at 25 uh, Taurus in a sextile to Neptune. Um, so first she's blocked with the square and then she makes a plan. Um, so it'll be interesting. The energy is very intense this week. Bar none. You're just going to be like, all right, intense energy. How am I going to use it? A lot of Mars. Uh, the nice part is the Mercury's able to communicate pretty well because he's in Gemini. So when someone is angry or someone is up and running, you want to really kind of say, uh, can we talk about this? Can we work with it? If you're angry about something, Mars, take action and get it, get work on getting it. And Mars is in Aries. He's a very clean Mars when he's in Aries. He's not sneaky. He's direct. He's to the point. He's straightforward. 
And so that 23 Aries there is very much about, okay, you know, on a world point, we're making, we're, we're noticing, we're taking names, we're writing things down, we're kicking butt. And so forward with that. And then, uh, so that's kind of the theme of the week. A busy week, very intense with the women stepping forward, another week with women, but the women are in uh, difficult positions this week. The feminine's in difficult. Remember, these are transits. They come, they go, they change. So our job with transits is always to look at them and figure out what, you know, what we're trying to do. So here, I will stop sharing my screen. All right. Um, we'll get back to that in a minute. So when we look at the aspects for the day, for the week, um, uh, we like to look at where the planets are in your chart and how they work. So you're going to look at where the sun is. The sun is running from 28 Gemini to 452 Cancer. So any planets between 28 and 5 are getting activated by the Sun this week in some kind of aspect, meaning whether it's a trine, a sextile, an opposition, a semi-sextile, when planets are at the same number, they activate it. I was explaining this to a woman this week on, in, her, in her reading. So get your chart, watch where that is, get the charts of your family, watch where the Sun is going. He's just doing 7 degrees, just does 7 degrees a week and then go, ooh, that's what's getting activated, and then look at your planets. Look at plant, make your plant, list of your planets in numerical order, and then, oh, the sun is going through this section, so that's what's getting activated. Uh, as we mentioned, the sun going into Cancer this week is important. The sun also has quintiles uh, on the, the 19th, which was d directional stuff, and the sun has a semi-square with Uranus on the 23rd, which is stressful action around uh, being able to be free. Um, Mercury this week goes from 5 Gemini, uh, 5 Gemini 27, to uh, 1441 Gemini. So he's going pretty fast, going a degree a day. All the planets in your chart between 5 and 15 are going to be activated by some kind of message from Mercury. And so you want to kind of go, who's Mercury talking to this week? Um, he does have a contra-parallel with the nodes of fate, so fated choices, that's up for you this week. And, of course, we mentioned his lovely sextile to Jupiter, where he is um, in, uh, in deep communication and trying to figure out stuff. That happens on the 20th. Um, and then when we get to the end of the week, Mercury is very contentious on the 23rd. Uh, with his semi-square to Aries and his sesquiquadrate to Pluto. So I imagine if Roe v. Wade is released this week, <laughs> there'll be protests in the street next weekend. Can't make this stuff up, right? Um, the sun is in Taurus, goes from 25 Taurus to 411 Gemini this week. He, as I mentioned, he enters Gemini, uh, I'm sorry, Venus goes from 25 uh, Taurus to 411 Gemini. So she has her trine to Pluto, which is a power dynamic, and she also had her sextile to Neptune, which is that working aspect that, you know, Saturn and Neptune are saying, we're working together, looking at structures, changing them, dissolving them, adjusting them, depending on, you know, the dream and the structure. And a lot of it is structure, dream, dream, structure. They're talking to each other. And if you're talking from Saturn to Neptune, he's saying, I'm wrapping up a cycle that began in the 80s. If we're talking from Neptune to Saturn, it's a, it's a Saturn's in a closing balsamic phase. If we're looking at Saturn, looking at Neptune in his second house, 
He's saying, this is the structure I have. I don't understand. I'm going to change your relationship to it. I'm going to adjust your relationship to it. And I think the important thing with Saturn and Neptune is to recognize they don't always understand the outcome. They know that they're doing something, but they're shifting and dissolving. So there's a bunch of babies born in 53, 52, and they all have Saturn, Neptune, and Libra. If you have a Saturn, Neptune, Libra in your life, that's where you create a reality and then it dissolves. Or you create a reality and it, it turns into something else. It has unintended consequences because of the Neptune nature to Saturn. So Saturn says, this is a great idea. And then Neptune goes, mm, I don't know. Oh, think bunnies in Australia, right? They brought rabbits to Australia. No natural predators. Bunnies make baby bunnies. Lots and lots of bunnies. They had a bunny problem. Saturn, it seemed like a good idea. It's a cute little source of food. You know, what are they going to do? Eat a couple carrots? But with no natural predators, sextile to Neptune, they went crazy. So this is the unintended consequences thing. Uh, so that's also part of the deal in the sky right now. That's Saturn and Neptune. And it's also, we're looking and saying, okay, that's the structure. What's the underlying story? And that piece is important to pay attention to also. Uh, Mars this week runs from 18 Aries to 23. He does have an adjusting aspect to the nodes of fate. Uh, not too much activity with Mars, thank heavens. The other ones are all really busy quite enough. And he's sitting there going... Okay, let's have a fight. I'm in the mood. I'm ready for a fight. Where am I going? Where am I getting deployed? Uh, Jupiter is in Aries, um, uh, 6 Aries to 7, 3 Aries, 6, 16. And Jupiter has an aspect to the nodes of fate on the 25th also. Um, so there's a nice energy there around, uh, and of course it's to the nodes of fate or uh, Taurus Scorpio. What do we want? What do we want to create? And Scorpio is, of course, reproductive and also where we want to maybe not hang on to things that we're letting go of. So there's a lot of energy of letting go this week with Mars having um, that aspect. Jupiter this week um, also has an aspect to the nodes of fate. Uh, Jupiter's law also in Aries. Uh, and then Saturn this week, of course, has his sextile. He's running from 25 to... Tw he's going backwards from 2504 to 2452. So he's kind of at that degree, pushing at stuff. And he has a sextile to Eris, which is anger. And he has a square to Athena, which is uh, anger. So we'll watch for that. And then, of course, Neptune. The other guys aren't moving that fast. Um, we do have the ingress, which is the season of summer beginning, which is always kind of fun. And then in our calendar this week, um, we have... Uh, we have the ingress, we have the change. So Monday, Father's Day, the moon was in Pisces. Uh, Sunday, Father's Day, the moon was in Pisces. Monday, the moon's in Pisces. Goes void tonight, uh, Monday night at 11, 11 p.m. with a square to um, the sun. It's, a, it's an opening, closing quarter moon because we're going towards the new moon next week. Um, and then it goes into Aries at 11.37 p.m. on the 20th. It's in Aries on Tuesday morning. Uh, that's also the same day that the sun goes into Cancer on the World Point, and that's when the Supreme Court releases its rulings. Then when and it's in Aries uh, Monday night, 11:37. Tuesday, Wednesday, goes void at 4:02 a.m. on the 23rd with a square to Pluto. Opening square, action-oriented. Moon in Aries squaring Pluto, action-oriented, and then the summer 
uh, solstice happens, the longest day uh, happens on the 21st, and the sun appears to stop on the 20th, the 21st, and the 22nd, the top, the highest it goes, above the equator. Um, big week. <laughs> I'm just going big week. Uh, you know, weeks like this, I'm always like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. I'm just going to tell them everything I see. You guys filter through it because I, I, I want to draw a conclusion. I just look at this and go, um, yeah, whatever. So on Thursday, the 23rd, moon in Aries, it, moon goes void at 4.02, goes into Taurus at 7.58 a.m. It's in Taurus Tuesday, Thursday, Friday goes void at 3.02 p.m. on the 25th with a trine to Pluto. Uh, and then it's void in the afternoon on Saturday from 3 to 7.15. And then it goes into Gemini on uh, Saturday night. It's in Gemini uh, Sunday the 20th, evening of Saturday the 25th, Sunday the 26th all day. It goes void at 10.38 p.m. on the 27th with a square to Neptune. The DD days this week, definitely Monday and Tuesday. And then the weekend is real kick butt. Um, the, the Saturday and the Sunday energies are very, very intense. So, and then Monday the 27th is very intense too. So it's, uh, it's an interesting week, not easy. Not easy down here on planet Earth. And the moon and Mars meet up on the 22nd. Uh, and the moon in Aries also has a sextile to Saturn on the uh, 22nd so that moon is very angry this week so we will see what uh, happens not an easy week but in a week to remember let me take that anger let me take that thing I'm really annoyed about and harness it it's a good week for getting things accomplished so that part's good and if we look at the energy of the the energy of the stars we kind of go all right you're telling us some tales this week, so we're going to go forward. Uh, we're going to be having a weekend at Omega, uh, September 16th to the 18th, with Maurice Fernandez, Kay Taylor, Maglia, and Ariel Gutman, Maglia Morales and Ariel Gutman, and we are going to be up in Rhinebeck. It's beautiful up there. Lovely time to have a fall weekend. We did it last year. We had a really good time. It's a one-track conference where we go, everybody presents, and we go, and then we're going to have a ceremony Saturday night for healing and living in a heart-centered space. Maglia is going to lead it. Um, I think it'll be really fun. Um, the aspects that weekend are great, uh, and I encourage you to um, you to sign up. Uh, of course, cup full of stars. People report they like it. You get your good morning, good morning, good morning from me, and I give you the daily aspects, kind of a five, six to ten minute uh, thing in your phone every day with a list of the aspects for the week or for the day so you can plan your day accordingly. Uh, and also Pluto Return of the United States. I'm going to be at ESAR this year. Uh, that's a conference, I-S-A-R. Uh, that's a conference in Westminster, Colorado, and I will be talking on the Pluto Return of the United States. Um, and I'll also be doing a weekend uh, post-conference workshop on horary astrology, where you, <coughs> excuse me, you cast a chart <clears throat> for the question <clears throat> of the, you, that's on your mind, and you solve it. So that will be on Monday. That's a post-conference workshop, and you can register for that on the ESAR website, I-S-A-R. Uh, also, the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction continues to evolve. This week, Neptune and Saturn are working together, and he's saying to 
he's saying to Neptune, well, I think we should do this. How about we do that? Maybe we should do this. So um, this is the energy of the week, and hopefully that gives you a guide on how to use it, what to do with it. Um, intense week, but, you know, we've had them before. We'll have them again. And we are entering a period of time in where it's really important for each of us to live in our integrity and to live in our space of what we're trying to create. And again, the world's very crazy, so it distracts, distracts, distracts. Make sure you sit in a centered place this week, especially if it gets a little stressed for you, because these energies are pretty intense and very changeable. So hopefully that gives you some ideas about how to work with the week. Remember, you're a child of the universe, and it is unfolding as it should. And we have the beautiful gift of being able to look heavenward and go, what are you doing up there? <laughs> you know, you walk in and you catch your kids playing, and you go like, what are you doing? You know, they kind of take that approach with the stars this week. What are you doing? And uh, let them guide you. Have a good one. Bye. This conference is no longer being recorded.